the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From Talk 910 KNEW San Francisco, this is Rob Black. Rob talks about your money every weekday, live and local, from 10 to noon. Enjoy the show. Live from the Bay Area, your money, your life. This is Rob Black. It's Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. First hour, I did stimulating talk. We talked about solo hybrid drivers may lose carpool lane privileges. Is this a good idea? Is this a bad idea? And it opened up a can of worms. I think it's a good idea. And keep in mind, I have a hybrid. And I drive solo all the time because I don't like people. I don't want a passenger. What are you thinking? Now, again, it accomplished its goal. I won't be a dead horse there, but our audience is pretty smart. You have comments about the hybrids losing the carpool lane privileges? Let me know. If you're a Prius driver, does this piss you off? You paid an extra four to five thousand dollars for this incentive that you thought was going to last forever, and it's going to go away January one, two thousand eleven. Last hour we talked about Donald Fisher of Gap and his issues. Um, movie tickets. I'm not going to avoid any more movie tickets this hour. I want to talk about stuff that I want to talk about. I want to talk about some tech products later in the show. I want to talk about some stock market stories and where we're sitting for the day. Pretty strong day. Now, again, we had a bad week last week because the market got a little spooked about Iran potentially developing a second nuclear facility. It was interesting. I was on a flight and asked my co-flyer person sitting next to me. I said, do you ever think we'll see a nuclear explosion in the United States? He goes, no, but I bet we'll see one internationally. I go, I bet we see one in the United States in our lifetime. Merging acquisitions back on track brings big opportunity for investors. People are getting confident again. Markets up 140 on the Dow, up to 43 on the NASDAQ, up 18 on the S&P 500. This hour, I'm going to go over the 30 Dow stocks for you. I'm going to tell you which ones are good, which ones are bad, and why. This isn't an investment guide. It's just telling you, this is how I feel about it. Gas is below 250 for the first time in two months. It's not below 250 in the state of California. We got a higher tax structure, and we've got more of our refineries having problems. 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Let's go to a phone call. Mary out of San Jose. Hey, Rob. Um, I thought it was kind of interesting that Mr. Fisher was a nice guy and his personal net worth was like $3.3 billion. Now, that's not the value of the Gap Corporation. So he accumulated a lot of personal wealth. Not much of it went to his employees. Okay, why do you think it's good to the employees? Well, I think that people should be paid a wage that they can live on. And apparently even young people here in America, or California at least, can't afford to make their mortgage. They can't afford to go to school. They can't afford 
to even put gas in their car. Typically. Some of them are being paid like seven, eight, nine dollars an hour. They're making below the living wage, and yet Mr. Fisher could accumulate three point three billion dollars, which is more than sufficient for him to enjoy life. Well, for the record, I got him at one point three billion dollars, according to Forbes, as of last year. But that could be okay. okay. Like okay, like a billion. Okay, so even if you're right and I'm wrong, I don't think I'm wrong. But let's say you're right. A billion dollars. I mean, isn't that sufficient to live off? And if he had fifty million, would that be not be enough? I don't know. I don't know if I believe in what you're saying here because I think it's not his responsibility to pay above and beyond market prices. Ultimately, if he did that early on in his life, he would have put the gap out of business, and they would never have succeeded. Retail is not. No, for... would have just accumulated less personal wealth. No, you don't know that to be sure. You can't run a retail operation at a loss. The profit margins aren't that big. Where he became successful, at, at point, he would have just accumulated less personal wealth. No, no, I think you're almost pie in the sky. You think that someone just because they are successful that they should give everyone money? He pays his management oh, pretty no, well. No, no, I'm not a socialist, and I'm not a socialist. Yeah, but I, I don't get this. Why? Why doesn't McDonald's pay someone thirty dollars an hour? The Crocs have a lot of money. Why doesn't radio and Clear Channel pay a lot of money? You know, I don't get it. I mean, why not use your example everywhere else? A retail job is a retail job. It's meant for someone under 25, unless you're management, and the management at retail is paid accordingly. I, I think it's a pretty fair capitalist structure. Ultimately, if he overcompensated, he probably could have pushed his business out of business. I, I, don't, I don't think it's entirely fair because the tax system is created – to give benefits to people who make more income. For you're, you're smoking dope. No, the I'm the not. tax system no, is not. meant to, to uh, it's no, it's I, no. rate on people who make a hundred. It's a progressive tax. It hurts people who make more. The people who make more pay more. The people who make less pay less. If you go take a look at a salary and, and look at what people pay. Who, at what point is it unfair? Because he's successful. It's called capitalism. No, it's called the Laffer curve. No, it's Once not. Margin curves to a certain extent. The Laffer curve has nothing to do with, with profitability. People at the top pay less than people at the bottom. I totally disagree with that. I'm a person at the top, and I can tell you there's been years where I've paid over $100,000 in taxes. I don't think you make over $5 million a year, Rob. I think I'm highly compensated. I've done well in my life. I wouldn't say that you're not, but I would say that once you hit a certain point of income, you're only paying, what, 37%? And you're going to discount his corporate taxes? Gonna... And only be paying 37 Mary, if you're going to keep yelling, i got to cut you. I'm not yelling. I don't mean to yell. You're going to cut the fact that he pays corporate taxes, his employees pay income taxes, state taxes, Social Security taxes, he FICA taxes. Depending on what type of corporation he has. I just, I don't know where you live, Mary. I don't understand why you think that... Not all corporations... Wealth isn't meant to be exactly distributed equally. pays corporate taxes. His corporate, his corporation could be a pass-through entity. It could be. If ifs and buts were candy and nuts, oh, what a party you would have. We're not sitting here, we're not sitting here trying to, to say, did he pay all his taxes? This isn't a tax review. This isn't the IRS. Bob, I'm only looking at the end of it, where the guy accumulated over a billion dollars. How much should he be paying his employees when you can go to another store and get hired at a less wage? How much do you think? I want my khakis to cost 20 bucks, not 30 bucks. Okay, let's take your thought a little bit further. Sure, let's take the thought further. Wait, wait, wait. Just let me go there for a second. Let's make sure everybody in America gets the same living wage as people in India so we can compete globally. 
Is is that your end line of your argument? No, it's called it's, it's globalization. It's what happens, Mary. It's what happened in the world. If you can't afford to live in California, get the hell out. That's what I'm saying. Let's make the wages commensurate with the world level. Totally. To be making less than seven dollars, they should be making two. Because okay, so wait, so are you willing to pay for a ten dollar T shirt forty dollars to live in Mary's world? No, I'm just saying that. Wait, no, wait, yes, you are, Mary. Corporations aren't sending jobs overseas because they want to take away jobs from Americans. They're sending that to be competitive. We will get T-shirts in America for $10 where the Gap makes them or a Chinese company makes them or an Indonesian company makes them. We don't care as a nation. We're not playing Bruce Springsteen born in the USA. We're not chanting that on a regular basis. You're living in an ideal world where – go ahead. How do you – morally justified because you're talking about the corporation being competitive i hear you nobody wants how do i morally justify what you're talking about the corporation being how do i morally justify what well okay let me let me go there all right if you want the corporation to be competitive wages need to be commensurate with the market that's your argument right pretty much so okay fair enough i understand that I'm speaking about a different argument. I'm talking about an individual, one person who accumulated wealth through a corporation that may not have even been taxed. Where do you get that may not have been taxed? Show me tax returns. I don't get it. I didn't hang up on her. She went away. So I didn't hang up on her, ladies and gentlemen. I didn't do this. So that they may or not may not have been taxed. That's a ridiculous concept. For instance... Society has different ways of playing the game. Would, are we better off as a society for having gap? I think we are on a lot of levels. Did they hurt a lot of mom and pop stores? Absolutely. Walmart, the same thing. Are we better off as a nation? Yeah. They've helped keep costs lower in our quality of life style. If you do a little bit of economics, you'll learn that globalization has allowed me and you to live far better than we, we deserve. Now, it comes at a cost. There are no right answers. For your idea of spreading the wealth, just because he made billions that he should have given it to a 16-year-old kid with zits, I totally disagree with. The 16-year-old girl that sells me a pair of khakis at the Gap, it's, it's, a, it's a scale. And if she thinks she can do better, go, Mary. Leave. Quit. Get another job. Sounds to me like you were one of those uh, Gap girls that, well, kind of got a little tired of it, got a little bitchy about it. Said, you know, geez, here we are ringing the cash register making millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars during the holiday season, and we're bitter. Sorry about that, but I don't want your wealth spread equally. When you die, I don't think it should come to me. When he dies, I don't think it should come to me. In his lifetime, he's allowed to spend it the way he wants. And as long as he plays within the corporate law and doesn't get arrested and thrown in jail for IRS fraud or anything else, I think your argument's laughable. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. Let's go to Brian and Milbray. Brian? Hello, Rob. Brian, should uh, the founder of Gap given away his money? Absolutely not. Should he have paid above market rates for a 16-year-old girl with pimples? Absolutely not. The, the falsehood of the living wage is it gives no incentive for people to move up or on. Now, who's going who's gonna to leave their job if they're making a living wage and try to better, better themselves? And on it the, doesn't make sense. And the opposite side of that, you see situations where like BART employees or you hear situations – where they stand behind a booth and they get $116,000 a year for being rude to us. And go on strike. And go on strike. So let them get a job at Gap and make minimum wage, I say. Uh, anyway, what's up, Brian? Uh, I have a question. I know how you feel about uh, 
buying real estate in your IRA. Don't do it. <laughs> you lose well, the... I don't want to buy and hold. Yeah. I am a general contractor, and currently I buy and sell for my normal income and doing okay on it. Right. So I want to see there is a custodial company called Pensco. I wanted to know if you heard anything about them. I don't know anything about them, Brian. If you drop me an email, I could do a little bit more research. I don't want to do a 30-second analysis from something I see online that may or may not be appropriate. But drop me an email, rob at robblack.com. It's rob at robblack.com, and I'll gladly look into that for you. All right, Rob. Thanks for the call. Appreciate Um, it. Sure. 800-345-5639. The reason I don't like people buying land or real estate in an IRA, you can legally do it. you got to be careful how you legally do it. You lose all the tax benefit. That's the primary. Real estate outside of an IRA is pretty darn tax efficient. Real estate in an IRA, pretty darn tax inefficient. Now, a lot of people in 2004, 2005, 2006, and someone sent me a link recently about a guy who at a, a city farmer's market, he sets up booths where he says, convert your IRA into a land IRA. This should be criminal. Why? Because he's making money on the transaction. He's giving you advice that may or may not be in your best interest when you don't even need it. Again, like I said, real estate is tax efficient outside of an IRA. That should be illegal. And I wish our government would crack down on that kind of misappropriate uh, behavior. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. Oh, and by the way, Richard Lewis uh, just sent me an email saying that I could have four free tickets for a comedy show this weekend. He's the only guest ever who's been afraid to come on the show. Because he found out it was a fairly conservative platform of a, ne- a station. Isn't that sad? I wanted to have him on. I thought he was funny. I think he's real funny and uh, um, curb your enthusiasm. I just wanted to talk money and comedy with him. And he, was, he got chickened out. 800-345-5639. calls on the air. on Wall Street. Last week, the S&P 500 experienced only its third weekly decline in 11. It was a 2.2% drop that came amid some weaker-than-expected economic data, an entirely expected Fed Open Market Committee uh, decision, and some surprising revelations about Iran's nuclear capabilities. It was the largest weekly decline since a 2.4% decline in July. Now, of course, I'd be remiss if I'm not to add that the S&P 500 was up 2.4 and 2.5% in the preceding weeks. So some of us sometimes can get caught in static analysis and not forget and forget that it's all dynamic. It's all relative. For instance, I get emails all the time of people say I'm down. My my portfolio is down from where it was in 2007. Well, where it was doesn't mean you're down. It depends on where you put it in. And keep in mind, every dollar that you put into a 401k, you save 40% on because you're not paying state taxes, you're not paying federal taxes, you're not paying an income tax on the money that you'd be spending in your cash, you're not paying uh, FICA, you're not paying Social Security, you're living in a tax-free investment of your own money, and you lower your taxable income. Maxing out your 401k is the best thing you can do. At my funeral? No, no, no. On my gravestone, Rob Black, he lived how many years? P.S. Max out your 401k. 
As long as we get that government freebie, take it. Now, I think right now we're going to see end of the quarter and the start of a new one. As the month of September wraps up, third quarter of the year is done. Now we move into the fourth quarter. Two typically wonderful periods, ultimately in an uptrending stock market. Should the selling activity continue, there's going to be growing concerns that the market has hit the wall and could perhaps be the subject to a more meaningful pullback. Sentiment readings, however, are still are not at extreme levels of either bullish or bearish. People are apathetic. Back to the lady who brought up that she thinks the guy from Gap Fisher, who just recently died with $1.3 billion, thinks that he should have spread the wealth with his employees a little bit more. From talking with people during the commercial break, she's crazy. Um, retail jobs aren't meant for people to go home and put food on the table. They're meant for spending money. They're meant for college or below. At the management level, they get paid well. And again, you know, you work retail Christmas, you never listen to Christmas music again. You quickly learn, like, you do that, or you can do fast food, or you can wait tables. 17, 18-year-old kids aren't qualified to have a decent living wage. They don't need a decent living wage because they should be living with mom and dad. Her call was totally inappropriate. Totally inappropriate. Let's talk about some of the other big stories that are out there today. Okay, I hit the Iran story. They're developing nuclear weapons. People are freaked out. Speaking of which, I brought that up on air, and Catherine sent in an email, and she actually tied two of our earlier stories together. She said, why don't they charge people with a fast-track type device to drive in the carpool lane? Annual fee. Now, she says California could certainly use the revenue, and pe- plenty of people would use it. Now, again, if I say I agree, people are going to say, well, California taxes us enough. <laughs> no doubt. But the idea is the right idea. California should start spending less money. And you know what? We're going to be in a problem in about two, three months again where we're talking California budget. They're not fixing their problem. Now, she said, uh, P.S., nuclear explosion in the United States. Did you ever read Ron Suskin's Pulitzer Prize winning book from last year? He interviews various uh, proliferation experts, and they all agree it's not if, but when. And that cheers me up this morning that it's going to happen in the United States in our lifetime, i.e., Nuclear explosion. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. Some business news out of the world today. China. And by the way, I want to be politically incorrect. I would love some Chinese music every time I say China. If I can get a little... That would be fantastic. I know that's... I think I'm turning Japanese, but still, it would be funny. Now, China said today that they're going to investigate complaints that American chicken products are being dumped in China and unfairly benefited from subsidies. Now, the probe, according to the Commerce Ministry, and they said they launched it in the, on broiler products and chicken products, all in a request by Chinese companies to investigate the United States imports that are hurting their domestic industry. China's just pissed. We kind of caught them dumping tires in our country, so they responded. You know what? We got to go, yes, sir, thank you, sir. We borrow money from them. They buy our treasuries. They got us over a, a barrel? What does that mean, by the way? Got us over a barrel. I don't know. Toyota today said they're going to up their 2009-2010 forecast. They've been hinting at this for a while. The world is not ending. Back in January of this year, we thought the world was ending. I didn't think the world was ending, but the general financial media thought the world was ending. We were talking global depression. Depression's 25% unemployment, not 10%, 11% in the state of California. Underemployed, up to 16 17 18%. By the way, speaking of underemployed... 
Um, I've got a Vishla. I've got a dog that's a Vishla. It's Maisie the, the Wonder Vishla. And Maisie the Wonder Vishla needs to go to the park twice a day because Vishlas have lots of energy. And she's just an amazing dog. So I was up at the park last night, and someone I've met at the park numerous times uh, for six, seven, eight, nine, ten months, couldn't get a job, couldn't get a job, couldn't get a job. You know where she finally got a job at? On 24, which is the company I talked about about a week ago who's doing video conferencing of seminars. And corporate America is looking around saying, how can we cut seminars? Corporate America is not saying everyone deserves an equal wage. Corporate America is saying, how do we stay profitability? How do we keep profitability? In good times and bad times. And if a company did 10 trade shows, they're going to do seven and do three online trade shows. This is a growing market. They're hiring people at On24. It's a growing market. Kind of like it. Let's talk about a story that I saw out there earlier today. Time Warner. And for the record, the phone's ringing. 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639. I've got a phone screener, Heidi, that sometimes she just looks at me like, even though the phone is ringing. She's asked to do one thing for two hours. Answer the phone. So she goes to urinate during the commercial break when the phone is ringing. And then the phone is ringing. And she doesn't answer. She stares off into space. This is my life. 800-345-5639. Dylan Radigan's on Martha Stewart today. That's just weird. Dylan Radigan, you may know from Bloomberg. I used to do Bloomberg television, CNBC. He went from Bloomberg to CNBC. Nicest guy on the planet. Pretty good looking guy, in my opinion. Um, after we do a media spot, he'd say, hey, let's go grab a beer and talk. Pretty down-to-earth guy. He's one of those New Yorkers that uh, if you're stuck in New York on Christmas Eve, he says, come over to my house and have some uh, turkey with my family. I like that. Anyway, Time Warner. Media Titans. It's a giant. Time Warner's huge. It's the world's largest media company. They do television. They do cable TV. They do publishing. They do online content. They do services. They've got film and TV production with Warner Brothers. They got New Line Cinemas, Turner Broadcasting Network that they bought from the wily Ted Turner. They got cable channels TBS, TNT, and Cartoon Networks. They operate pay TV channels HBO and Cinemax. So when you subscribe to HBO, you're supporting Time Warner. You're supporting NBC. Anyway, um, they also do Cinemax. They do AOL. 100 million internet users use online content portal AOL. They got Venerable Time Magazine, top consumer magazine publisher. They got Fortune, they got People, and they got Time. So you read People, you're reading Time Warner Magazine. Now, eventually they say they're going to get completely out of the magazine businesses. And they're going to just focus on core entertainment. This is coming out of them today. Time Warner just spun off their cable division. Now they're going to sell their print division. And they're going to spin off their AOL division. They're just going to go after Warner Brothers, HBO, and Turner Networks. Now they're going to make acquisitions tied towards that, but they're probably going to buy just stuff in the wheelhouse of the business. I think this is a good decision. The long battle of print media, it ain't what it used to be. You know, you, you don't need me to tell you that. At one point in time, Playboy was a big publisher of nude photos, and, and young men everywhere from age 12 to 30, the only place you could see a nude woman was in a magazine, Playboy. And then along came Maxim, and Maxim started doing sexy, racy photos of, of actresses. We kind of wanted to see actresses more than the everyday woman. 
So that kind of took a little bit away from Playboy. But what destroyed Playboy and what killed Playboy was the Internet. Young boys around the world, age 20 to 30, they can get it anywhere they want. Media is changing. And People Magazine's not relevant anymore because there's online blogs. There's, you know, e-online where you can find out everything about Brad and Jen online. I know, Brad and Jen are old news, but you hear that Brad Pitt's leaving Angelina? Ooh, you can read that online at corporate at the blogs. Uh, things change, and I think Time Warner's doing the right thing, getting the hell out of uh, uh, magazines. So, again, how relevant is People Magazine today? Not as relevant as they once were. How relevant is you know, their, their publishing business? Time Magazine? Who reads Time Magazine anymore? I don't know one person who reads Time Magazine. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. Phones have gone kind of dead on me. Let's see if there's some life in them. 800-345-5639. I promise you. Pick up the phone now. Heidi will answer this time. 800-345-5639. It's Rob Black Show. Talk910.com. If you want to podcast this show, remember, tell friends you're listening 910 AM. More stimulating talk. Good chance I'm going to be talking about China coming up. Because this is Cliche Radio 101. Moviegoers this weekend, they spurred surrogates. Fame actually did pretty well, but they stuck with meatballs. Audiences took a look at the new movie offerings this weekend. They stuck with what they knew. Major widespread releases of surrogates and fame. They got weak openings. They received poor reactions from those who did attend. Moviegoers gave them... Below average ratings. C for surrogate, B minus for fame. Cloudy with a chance of meatballs did extremely well. Extremely well. Word of mouth is good. Now, that's worthy of note. Disney, their film executive just got ousted. Flops like surrogates are one of the reasons why you got ousted. Now, Disney's got a re-release of Toy Story, Toy Story movie coming out next weekend. So they're going to get their, their money back. Disney... California company, publicly traded company, company everyone knows, so it's easy to talk about and teach you a little something. Surrogates cost Disney $80 million to produce, so it's $15 million opening weekend. Massive flop. Massive flop. And uh, didn't work out terribly well. Now, a little bit more about Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, 3D film. It's the fourth 3D film to open at number one this year. We are becoming a little bit more accustomed to it. 3D being integral to the positive investment thesis on exhibition stocks. Exhibition stocks like Regal Theaters. Sales for the top 12 films year over year down 5.6%. Fall is a timely seasonal entry point into Regal Entertainment as a trade. James Cameron's got the 3D sci-fi epic coming out, Avatar. So more and more films becoming this 3D angle. A, they can charge us a little bit more. But B, it's unique. We stopped going to movie theaters because it lost its uniqueness. It had popcorn, and that's about it. It had annoying people that we didn't want to hear talk during our movie, so we got a big, 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 big TV screen, and we did the movie experience at home. 3D, it's going to be at the theater, but guess what's coming sooner than later? 3D at home as well, but that'll take a little, little lag, Hollywood. Oh, no, I lost my caller because I was rambling on about movies. Too much chit-chit-chat out of me. Bitter. Bitter. 
800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Now, speaking about movies, do you know what this year's Blair Witch is going to be? If you haven't done it yet, go to YouTube and punch in Paranormal Activity. Paranormal Activity. It's scaring college crowds. It's scaring late night crowds. Paramount is doing a guerrilla marketing effort. They released the movie on very small amount of screens. Very small. And what they're doing in the commercial is they're showing you a clip of the movie. And then they're not showing you something. And they're showing you how the, the crowd responds. So something scary is about to happen. Something scary is about to happen. And then they cut to the crowd. And the crowd goes, ah! It's fun watching other people get scared, right? So 12 college crowds uh, have you know seen this ultra-low-budget movie. It's done incredibly cheaply. Numerous theaters reported sellouts hours before the screening started. It's got the Blair Witch Project angle of this year. It's based on positive response Paramount. Again, we already know they're Time Warner because we already talked about that earlier in the show. They're creating demand for it. Incredibly cheap film to make. It's got a little bit of documentary style angle to it. Where's it going to go from here? 200,000 fans have requested screenings in their cities. They've asked people to request screenings. They're getting you to do the marketing for them. Paramount uh, Paranormal Activity was acquired by DreamWorks nearly two years ago. The studio planned to produce a bigger budget remake, but after getting positive response from the industry, people who saw it, including Steven Spielberg, they decided to release it as is. The movie stayed with Paramount Pictures for, uh, and DreamWorks. They left their former partner. So go Google or YouTube Paranormal Activity. It shows you that marketing can be done well. And it could be done cheap. And we live in the 21st century, so why not consider it a little bit more? Ooh, wine flu. I'll let the producers decide. Do I talk wine flu or do I talk about being fiscally responsible and taxing the people for being fiscally responsible? Wine flu. Is that what we're going with? Okay, we're going to talk wine flu. Okay. I'm going to put up the content to vote. Wine flu? No, no, not wine flu. Swine flu. See, I've actually turned my own joke that last night I got a little bit sick from, I think I got the wine flu. Um, I've, I've actually bastardized my own joke, and now I forgot to my own joke. Today in the Boston Globe, there's an article on swine flu, and it's starting to hit the United States right here, right now. At the end of the story, I'm going to tell you the stocks that you can buy if you think this whole swine flu thing gets out of hand, whether it actually kills hundreds and thousands of people or whether our media tells us that it killed one child, and here's what you need to do protect yourself. Somewhere in between lies the truth. Boston Globe has reported, after months of warnings and frantic preparations, the second wave of swine flu is starting to be felt around the country. Cue the Jaws music. Doctors, health clinics, hospitals, and schools, they're reportedly rapidly increasing numbers of patients experiencing flu symptoms. So far, mild. So far, the healthcare system's handling the load. Number of people seeking treatment for the flu is unprecedented for this time of the year. I bet part of that's psychological, right? Now, H1N1 is spreading widely throughout the United States. So says the director of the Federal Center for Disease Control and Prevention in Atlanta. My brother Michael. Oftentimes you hear me talk about my brothers. Clint, Peter, David, Michael, me, and then Susan. Five boys and one girl. My brother Michael, scientist at one point in his life at the Center for Disease Control. I come from a smart family. I was the fifth smartest out of six of us. We were intimidating. 
we could have beat your in jeopardy. Now, socially, we're not that good. Socially, we're kind of awkward. We're lone wolves. Had an alcoholic father, so we didn't really trust other people. We didn't trust other people that they could keep our family secret. Anyway, back to swine flu. The Center for Disease Control reported last week that at least 26 states are now reporting widespread flu activity. That's up from 21 a week earlier. Even though some parts of the southeast, they've started seeing a surge in cases first now seem to be showing a decline. Now, that could be a temporary reprieve. Or we are all about to die. Influenza is perhaps the most unpredictable of all infectious diseases. We don't know how it gets passed around. The chaos involved in it, sometimes it flows left, sometimes it flows right. It's tough to predict. Swine flu stocks, if you want to play along. Let me punch in one more swine flu stock before I tell you the swine flu stocks. Cinevac, a company called Cinevac, ticker symbol SVA. Now, how's it done since swine flu came out last year? It's gone from two to eight. Doubled your money more than once. Not too shabby, right? Now, again, that's if you're playing the whole fear angle. Other names, and you have to do your own research, consult a broker advisor before taking action on any stocks mentioned. Cinevac, ticker symbol SVA. Biocrest, ticker symbol BCRX. Cephid, which I think is probably one of the smarter plays. Quedal, one of the smarter plays. QDEL. Gilead, Glaxo, Baxter, Hemispherics, Crucial, Novavax, and Vicol. Now, again, those names are Vicol's ticker symbol V-I-C-A-L. Hemispherics, ticker symbol A-T-B. Biocrest, B-C-R-X, Novavax, N-V-A-X. Those are the names. Quidal, Cephid. You do your own homework. Consult a broker advisor for taking the action on any stocks mentioned in the swine flu segment. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. We need a small little break to pay the bills. 800-345-5639. I promise you there's no other show like this on radio. In large part, I don't have a lot of editors on me. I don't have a lot of people telling me, ooh, make sure you go to the weather and traffic at exactly this time. You know who my favorite weather guy is at the show in the city? It's a guy named Lloyd Lindsay Young. He always sounds like this. I want people to release lobsters in the studio. So he goes, oh, God, there's lobsters everywhere. If you listen to Lloyd Lindsay Young, it'll make sense. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in there. It's the Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. One, two, three, uh. So I did a little traveling this week. And one thing that I can tell you is everyone that travels now is watching movies online. They're not watching DVDs. They're watching movies online. So they download a movie to their computer. They do it that way. There's a company I want to talk about briefly because one thing that I do is I talk business. I, I try to titillate you with ideas on making you more money so that you can make yourself a bigger nest egg so that you can have a nice retirement. The show is dedicated to getting you to retirement. Always ha- Well, I'd say it always has been and always will. I'll talk technology. I'll teach you how to make mistakes and or stop making mistakes. It's pretty obvious stuff. Now, there's a company out there. It's a tiny one. It's recovered a lot recently. They don't do anything super unique, but they have a huge market opportunity. The company is called Sonic Solutions. Ticker symbol is SNIC. SNIC. Now, 
there's a window of opportunity as Hollywood has lost its grip on how we watch movies. We're not getting DVDs anymore. We're less inclined to say, ooh, I need the box set of Sopranos. Now, one aggressive contender in this world is called Sonic Solutions, sticker to SNIC. This is a very aggressive name. But their software is used to format, press, and distribute about 90% of conventional DVD and Blu-ray format discs. The company is a supplier to just about everyone who would like you to sell a movie over the internet to watch on any gadget you like. That's their angle. It's a big trend. Just look at the latest consumer notebook computers from Hewlett-Packard. Increasingly, they don't have optical drives. You're expected to get everything off of a network, not off a disc. Now, Sonic works with studios, consumer electronic vendors, and with companies like Blockbuster, ultimately an attempt to regain control over the terms of which we watch. If just a couple of Sonic's partners succeed on their own, it could be a great turnaround for the company. Sonic sales are expected to climb 12% this year, so it is a weak company, and it is counting on a big home run. Prospects could brighten if and when revenue sharing from these digital downloads finds its way onto the income statement. It is not for everyone, and it could get you in a lot of trouble. A couple of things I want to talk about, some of the key tech products coming up this holiday season. These are items that we're going to be buying. There's three of them. One's called the HTC Touch Diamond 2. It's a smartphone. It's hot. It's not the Apple iPhone, but it's hot. HTC Touch Diamond 2, it has a very sleek design. It's got larger and sharper display than its predecessor. The enhanced touch flow interface makes navigation easier. The Windows mobile part of the phone features Wi-Fi, GPS, and a 5-megapixel camera. Pretty generally good performance. It's gotten good reviews. And the bad is that they got no 3G support. The on-screen keyboard is a bit cramped. The smartphone lacks a standard headphone jack. Call quality could be better. They've done some notable improvements. People are going to be hot and sexy about this one. Now, the Apple iPod. The Apple iPod Touch, the second big holiday item this year. Third generation of Apple's iPod Touch. It's still the king of the hill when it comes to portable. Wi-Fi wielding media players. Uh, It's got new additions like voice control. It's got graphic enhancements. It's got improved accessibility. It's got higher capacity. It's got a faster processor. What's not to like in an already excellent product, they've improved it. Now, the video cameras found on the iPhone 3GS and iPod Nano, they're not there. They're absent. The lack of refinements to audio quality, hardware design, and video playback. A little uninspired. Bottom line, updates are subtle. Third generation iPod Touch, it leaves the competitors in the dust for the holidays. I'm talking about Christmas. That's right. We are moving towards ho, ho, ho. Yay. Now, the last big, and this is going to be a big, 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 big gift that you give to kids. And men, it's the Xbox 360 Elite. Excellent selection of games, including many 360-only exclusives. All games are in native, high-definition, user-friendly dashboard interface. Supports wireless controllers and accessories. Xbox Live service offers online multiplayer with matchmaking and voice chat. Xbox titles, um, good. Double superior digital media hub. Xbox 360 Elite does. Online Marketplace allows you to get mini-games. You can add on gaming content. You can get high-definition movies. You can get TV shows. The bad side about this is it really fails to correct most of the annoyances of the original. It's got a noisy DVD drive. It's got a loud cooling fan. It's it's not really a must-have at this point in time. Not as feature-packed as the PlayStation 3, but combination of top-notch gaming and digital media really makes it the current game 
console of choice. I try to cover everything financial on this show, particularly in the world of technology. Good article in the Wall Street Journal today about Google and AT&T. They're pointing fingers at each other. Google voice service is improperly preventing consumers from calling certain phone numbers in violation of federal call blocking rules. So in a letter to the FCC, AT&T has accused Google of violating rules designed to ensure phone companies connect all calls. AT&T has accused Google of violating net neutrality principles, of which Google preaches for. They're designed to ensure consumers can use any legal internet service they want. Google has acknowledged it restricts outgoing calls to some phone numbers, including adult chat lines and conference call centers, which charge higher access fees to carriers. Blocking such calls reduces Google's expenses for the service. Now, Google executives said in a blog post that Google Voice isn't a traditional phone service and therefore exempt from rules that bind phone carriers because consumers can use it only if they already have a phone service. AT&T saying, no, it's a phone service. Google saying, no, it's an application on top of your phone service. So AT&T said Google's violating net neutrality principles by flaunting the call blocking prohibition that applies to its competitors. This story is more press release than it is moneymaker. You want moneymaker? How about this? Barclays Capital upgraded Cisco today, $24 stock. They're calling it an overweight. They see it as a $28 stock. They say expect improving carrier demand, a better Europe, a continued U.S. momentum, drive revenue upside. They think their checks indicate global wireline carrier routing visibility has improved. Ultimately, they're doing an upgrade based on visibility improvement. And that's about it. They're not really asking for a lot out of their upgrade. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639. Tomorrow, I promised this earlier in the show and I never got to it. I'll go over a list of the 30 stocks in the Dow Jones Industrial Average. We hear about the, how did the Dow do today? How did the Dow do today? And the Dow is companies like 3M and Alcoa and Bank of America and Boeing, Chevron. And they all are different. You know, Chevron's a big oil company. Caterpillar is a big heavy equipment maker. Boeing is a big plane, um, aerospace play. I'll go over them and I'll tell you, you know, what's happening. For instance, Bank of America's had a big move. And I like it. But not enough has been done to purge the balance sheet of problem loans. So right now, I'm a little negative on Bank of America. Whereas Boeing, I'm kind of in the middle. Their big Dreamliner plane... It's going to be big. 787, though, has been plagued by delays, cancellations, and cost overruns. company has a backlog of over 850 planes. Their defense business, half of the revenues remain strong, though, so I'm kind of neutral on it. I wish they'd get their 787 out, and then I'd be very positive on it. But short-term, I'm more of an accumulate. Now, Chevron, it's a California-based oil company, $2.72 dividend. It's got a 4% yield. I love that. As an income play and a number of promising oil and gas exploration projects around the world that have ultimately come online. Now, Chevron shares are more closely tied to oil price movements than those of ExxonMobil, but it's also cheaper on a valuation basis. But tomorrow I'll go over all 30 stocks if I get into it. You'll learn something, I promise you. I don't really see any stories that I failed to get to other than that one today. Let's see, I'm going through everything. You can find me online at Talk910.com. Talk910.com. You can get the first hour. You can get the second hour. The second hour where I scream at a caller to start the hour. That's always interesting. (laughs) 
You can also find me online at robblack.com, robblack.com. The show is The Rob Black Show. You can get a podcast at talk910.com. You can get a podcast of it at Apple iTunes Store. Free, free, free. No charge. It's The Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. Stay tuned for Glenn Beck. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.